Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. This is Yogi Bear checking in. Couldn't get through on the Sprint VIP because I don't have the number. But me and Boo Boo are going to go get some picnic baskets and try and avoid Mr. Ranger. Oh, looking for someone famous you are. Mm-hmm. Believe you have found them, I do. Yes. Uh, I once met Craig Bowlerjack at my brother's t-ball game. I think that's pretty famous. Um, yeah, my name's Jared. That's it. Thanks. That is uh, fame by association. That is. Uh, Welcome back. It's Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. Gordon uh, wanted to know who the most famous listener to the Big Show was earlier today, and we've been getting submissions all day long. There's uh, there's a few right there. Well, Yoda's kind of hard to beat. Yoda's pretty famous. Yogi Bear is pretty famous, and our next guest, Bowler, is pretty famous, meaning that somebody he's met is famous by association. Bowler, do you yeah. remember Jared? Uh, you know, I don't believe uh, it was at a T-ball game, which had to be uh, many moons ago, uh, so that one's going to probably side sidestep me a little bit, but honored to be included with Yogi Bear, Ranger Rex, Boo Boo, and Yoda. That's hey, pretty good. Hey, hey, Boo Boo. Not <laughs> bad. Not bad Not at bad, all. Not bad, you know? You know, Yoda's one of my favorite uh, characters of all time, so to be in that, to be in that discussion. Now, we had Yoda on the show at one point. Uh, we actually had him on as a guest. And hmm. I, I think uh, I think Austin has that. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. You are doing that. There is no try. Fear is the path to the dark side. <laughs> oh, gosh. I wonder who that is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's that's good. That was that guy. Yeah, so we're trying to figure out who the most famous listener is to the show, Bowler. So uh, if you if you know of somebody who uh, you know tunes in, uh, who's well, really big famous. shows worldwide. So yeah. I would think that it's it just spreads and keeps spreading, right? I mean, it's uh, it's uh, from its beginnings with uh, <laughs> the preacher, you know, Reverend, um, <laughs> going way see. back. That's going way back, you know. Don't forget Sailor, you know. You guys <laughs> made a few trips out there, Gordo. <laughs> yes. What about Stefan? I'm remembering Stefan. Yeah, that's Stefan. Stefan oh. the Sailor. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah Stefan. Yeah, he called. <laughs> he called on a regular basis. Didn't John oh, Wayne my gosh, call? The didn't, Rev. didn't John Wayne call the show one time? Bob? John called, yeah, yeah. Yeah, John Wayne called in once, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, we had, yeah, we've had uh, we've had some listeners. Arnold, I think, didn't Schwarzenegger call in yeah, a couple of times? Yeah, he called in today too. We heard him earlier. Oh, well, he did. Yeah, mm-hmm. ah, fantastic. So he's still listening. <laughs> this all started, Bowler, yeah. when we were fishing for a call from Bob Redford, and that has uh, yet to come. Yeah, I, mean, uh, just... I got a Bob Redford uh, moment. I, I've never really never met him, but I saw him at uh, at, at his uh, restaurant. Um. Uh, up at uh, the ski resort, and he looked at me. I looked at him, and he just said "sports beat." And I thought, "Wow!" I said, "Yes," and that was it. Wow, that's cool. no big deal. Look at you, Bowler. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's cool. That was it. That was my 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 walk of fame with with Bob, as I like to call him. <laughs> Buller, we have some uh, jazz stuff, of course, as usually we we want to run by you. But I want to ask you about the Warriors. What do you think about what they're doing without Kevin Durant? You know, I th- I think they're happier. Honestly, um, they, I mean, I know they're saying the right things, uh, Curry and uh, you know Draymond, all that. We want Boogie, we want KD back, but I I think this team is kind of uh, fallen into place again uh, as they did before. I didn't realize it was the '66 Celtics until today that uh, equals the five consecutive final appearances uh, that the Warriors have been to now, and uh, that, that's pretty impressive. Uh, Curry is, is just a master of what he does. Um, but he seems to be uh, pretty much in charge. And, you know, I think if people d- debated whose team it was, I think we know now. Do you guys agree? I, I, I think there was some time that a torch had been passed, that KD had, had taken it. But I still sense that this team responds to Steph Curry. Um, and that's kind of my take since Durant went down. And whether he'll return or not, I mean, they say he will, and maybe he will. But if he doesn't have plans to stay in Golden, at Golden State, then maybe uh, those people that help Kevin make decisions about injuries and money, maybe he doesn't. I'm anxious to see how that one plays out. Well, can you recall a team that – scores in waves the way the Warriors no. do. I mean, it's just like th- three times in this series uh, the Blazers have been up 17, 18, and 17, something like that. And it's just like all of a sudden yeah, just, they just get, they get blown away. You know, I, I think there were times that we were all in awe of, and it, it goes back, you have, to, you have to look back at old video, old tape, but it was a different game too, Gordo and, and Jake, as you guys know. But Showtime won with Magic and Worthy, uh, you know, was, was a different type of style with Kareem. Um, I think it's Chicago Pippen, the Bulls. I mean, those guys could hit you hard, and the Jazz know that. They, I, I don't think they ever panic when you're talking 10 or 12 points down. That's probably the similarities of also the old Celtics with Bird and McHale and Ainge and, and the, the Chief, Robert Parrish. All those great teams never panicked. Uh, and so 10 or 12 points didn't seem like a lot. Maybe more back in the days. I mean, even in the Malone-Stockton days. Uh, but with the three ball as we see it now, I mean, 12, 14 points just seems like it, it's erased in moments. Uh, and especially with, with the, the likes of Golden State. I, I just don't think they fear anyone and that any lead is never safe when you play Golden State because of their their offensive ability. Uh, it's it's phenomenal to watch Clay Thompson when he's on and Steph Curry uh, hit miraculous threes. And not only threes, Gordo and, and, and Jake, it's deep. Those are deep threes. And if the league ever changes to a four-point line, um, I mean, holy cow, watch out. I mean, those score, those scores will elevate even more because of their their range, and we 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 have we've witnessed it in this playoff series over the last month. It's it's really amazing. What do you think of Draymond Green and his contributions overall? Because it seems like one minute he's doing something dumb, and the next ten minutes he's doing spectacular things. 
That's, I think uh, he gets into a lot of people's heads, kind of like a Rodman did back in the day. Uh, we all know that. But, yeah, he had a triple-double last night, and I, I just kind of stand back and go, he seems to be right place, right time. Uh, he's a physical guy, uh, has a little bit more range than sometimes people will give him credit for. He's a good rebounder, always has been, and he's a guy that gets in your head defensively. Um, you know, he doesn't get along with Durant. He speaks his mind, uh, and – uh, you know, it's again, it, this whole thing will play out with the Warriors. What, you know, what what's going to happen? But whether you love him or hate him, I remember uh, I was in New York uh, at the NBA meetings, and I'm not going to mention the official, but it's a it's a high up guy who was not a Draymond fan, and that's when the kick was kind of in vogue. Remember, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and that kind of got into into a lot of uh, officials' minds. Draymond, you know, has been teed up more than his fair share on the way he plays. But, you know, you give him credit, uh, he's he's there at the end. And probably if you had to pick a guy or two, he'd be one you like to have on your team, uh, even though he is kind of a pain in the, you know what. Bowler, what would you make of Magic Johnson going scorched earth yesterday on the Lakers? Wow. We got, let me ask you, I, I was surprised. I, I don't know that I've seen someone scorch the earth uh, with that high profile in this league in a long time. In fact, I was trying to think, when's the last time someone came out with his his high stat, stature and absolutely laid it on the line and just went to town? Uh, Polinka, I, I heard his comment today, was pretty whitewashed in the sense of just like, really enjoyed my time with Irvin. We really were productive and had, you know, and then I'm just sorry it happened this way. I thought, wow, dude, that's the, that was pretty much uh, just a gloss over. But Magic, man, didn't really cut any corners, did he? I mean, did he, I, here's my question. Did he burn the bridge down with his relationship with L.A.? And uh, I, I don't know whether he'll ever completely do that, given given his what he's done for that uh, for that franchise. But, but I think he did it just to protect his his own legacy, his own reputation. Maybe so. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know he, what did Palinka say or allegedly said that he was never in his office. He had kind of a uh, an, a less than prolific work ethic. Uh, and and uh, Magic wanted. I think you're right. I think it's a great point, Gordon. That he uh, he probably wanted to say some of these things to the fans, so they understood that he just didn't sit back uh, on top of the throne and just be a Laker, you know, executive. But he actually did try to rebuild this team. And uh, and Palinka, in his in his words, worked behind the scenes to to break him down. So, you know, sometimes you know, again, too, it's it's odd in business. Sometimes that you take the high road. Sometimes you just decide to go ahead and and let the truth out. I know you're a proponent. They let people speak, right? And so, if uh, if Magic had, uh, you know, words and comments, he's got every right to speak them. Uh, of course, you'll have to live with the consequences. But your point's well taken. I think you know his legacy is so strong, and fans just adore what Magic did for Showtime One. You know, and what he's done in the community as well. Um, Maybe the maybe the backlash actually falls on the bus family and 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 uh, and uh, you know the, the the rest of the front office. Palinka, I, I guess time will tell. Palinka was flat lying. Uh, I mean, don't, I think you could tell today. Absolutely, he was. It was a quick whitewash, wasn't it? In your mind, in my mind, and yours. Yeah, yeah. I, I I mean, when Jake and I were listening to it, we were we were looking at each other like, what? You know, yeah. that, that's just. This doesn't sound like the truth, and I don't think it was. 
Hey, Jake, I'm curious. I mean, and Gordo, I mean, you lived in L.A. I mean, the, 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 there, there wouldn't be a way that that family ever sells out the Lakers, would they? I wouldn't think so. Yeah, stranger things have happened, but I wouldn't expect that. Well, no. and when price tags reach, you know, the billions, I mean, if the Clippers mm-hmm. were worth $2 billion, what are the Lakers worth? I mean, that could mm-hmm. be tempting, I suppose. But, I mean, that's their dad's legacy, right? Right, right. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he built it. And, Gordon, I'm sure you, he's one of the thousands of guys you interviewed. I mean, the guy always was in the forefront and was such a big part of that legacy of, of magic, right? And Worthy and Kareem and, and the rest. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting when you hand over a franchise. Uh, and again, you have to be careful with who built it and how it's run. And I think you have to applaud the Jazz on keeping this thing on solid footing and ground since Larry's death. Uh, but sometimes franchises get away. Uh, when when uh, other family members take it, because sometimes they're just, they're just not as engrossed, right? I, I think um, I think what the Lakers should do is take. I mean, the Bus family, whoever uh, who controls the money, they should pay. They should find the best person they can, and maybe they tried this with Jerry West and failed. But they should find the best basketball mind they can, pay him a bunch of money, and let him do his job. Let them do the job. Did I hear a rumor today that one or two folks are dropping hints Pat Riley could return? Uh, I think you did hear that. I heard rumblings yeah. of that today, yeah. And who knows yeah. if that's just rumor. Yeah. But that's That'd be quite interesting, huh? I mean, it kind of stays in the family, so to speak. Uh, even though he's uh, had his had his uh, great success in Miami, maybe uh, he uh, decides to come back to the West and you know, comb his hair back, and he and Frank can uh, team up for a little uh, coffee or a lunch. <laughs> Again, that was a classic moment, by the way. Bowler, I don't know if you saw Donovan Mitchell's Instagram story today, but he posted a picture of a, a bobblehead of, of himself, of Donovan Mitchell, alongside a bobblehead of D'Angelo Russell. What, so, mm. two-part question. Uh, what do you think about D'Angelo Russell, his game, and would he be a good fit with the Jazz? And what do you think about Donovan kind of recruiting out there? Yeah, I like this. I think I think we talked about it before too, Jake. I think there's three guys that can recruit very well for this for this franchise, and it's Quinn, it's Donovan, and it's and it's Rudy. And also, just the facilities that the Jazz provide their players is another part of that recruiting process too. But there's always a reason, you know. Sometimes when you see stuff like that, it makes you kind of wonder. You know, is 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 uh, have the two talked? Uh, D'Angelo Russell intrigues me. He really does. Athletic rebounder, better range uh, for uh, you know a guy on the front line. Um, don't know him that well as a person, but you know you have to kind of put your trust into a couple of your star players to say, you know what, I feel like this guy could be a part of what we do. And also, I'm, I'm interested to see how of last week's, um, you know, front office move and having, uh, you know, Z Zanuck um, in the mix of are they going to make a little bit more aggressive decisions? I don't know. Uh, you know, do they do they do they go out and, uh, you know, spend some money? I don't know. And how will they handle the draft, uh, which isn't that far away? It's a month out, uh, and so that's that. All is I know is intriguing, and is a, the biggest questions I get asked everywhere I go is you know what do you think? And there's a, you know it's just going to get don't you think guys? It's just going to become 
the rumor mill becomes more saturated as we get closer uh, to June 30th, uh, July 1, uh, and, the, and, you know, and, and draft night. So it, it's, you know, the bobblehead, I don't know what that means. Is that, a, is that, is that just a signal? Um, is that what do you think that is? He's restricted, and so I told Jake I think it might be a friend trying to help another friend make some money. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, we're all, we're all yeah, just could be. Never, never heard that type of statement uh, from a player to help another guy though, and use bobbleheads. <laughs> That's a first. That's a new one. That's you know, I'll help you. Let me put up a couple bobbleheads, and we'll get it done for you. But. You know what? I think the Jazz will have a different look. I, I think it's just, you know, it's almost guaranteed. Uh, you know, when Dennis had those exit interviews, you know, he said we're a good team, not a great team. And I think the Jazz fans, the Miller family, they're at a point where, again, you know, their ultimate goal is always to win the championship for this city and this state and this region. And, and uh, you know, when you have players, again, it goes back to the two guys in Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Uh, with their contracts around the corner again, you have to start showing where you're going to make sure that you impress and make enough progress to keep them happy and in the fold. Um, so some outlay of money is probably coming uh, for the for the Miller family, and it's it's going to be interesting to see what are, what one or two pieces uh, will will join this uh, this roster. Uh, come fall. Um, it must be, it, it, Bowler, it must be tantalizing for that front office because as Rudy Gobert said at season's end, he said, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but it was essentially we're not far off. And so yeah, what sure. those two pieces you're talking about, I mean, if you're Dennis Lindsay and uh, Justin Zanuck, you're sitting there, you know what the team needs and they're i mean they're out there can they get them can they get them because it's so close but so far and i don't know the answer yeah david moray um you know it's a a part of that walt perrin who's been uh you know with the team and uh fredman freddie david fredman i mean that these guys are been you know they're basketball minds basketball junkies they've been around this league a long long time in different areas which i think is really important especially with zanuck is that a former agent has a little has some insight you know on on maybe relationships you know i i don't know but you know talking to him he's a great guy personable guy aggressive guy and I, I think uh, it's an interesting move by 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 the Jazz uh, and where Dennis will be, who is uh, obviously the consummate pro, and how they're going to work this out. But uh, you know what, Gordon and Jake, I tell you, the cash is the, there. There's money to work with, and I think when you have a, a young young stud, young star in the making, out recruiting. Uh, that bodes well. And I know he had interest in Paul George last summer, and George took the money in OKC. Um, you know, if I'm a young guy looking for a young team to join in a West that's ever-changing, and it may take a big change when the Durant heads east, uh, don't know what happens with Westbrook and Paul George and McCollum and, and Lillard since they were knocked out. Uh, you know, it's it's – it's intriguing, man, and you've got to be really good to be a top-four team in the West. That's just the bottom line because there's a couple of up-and-comers, one being Sacramento, in my opinion. And, again, Denver surprised me all year long, and I don't see them falling off the radar much either. Bowler, thank you very much as always. We always appreciate it. Absolutely, guys. I'll see you soon. I kind of got scared away 
little rain today. I was, I was tra- traveling uh, Parley's Canyon, a little hail, a little snow, a little rain, and a couple of cars uh, kind of hydro clean. So I decided just to get off the road. <laughs> All, All good. Right. A, well, stay safe. A, a safe bowler is, is the best right. bowler. <laughs> I had to buckle up, guys. That's what I had to do. <laughs> nice. You could always take a kayak or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'll see you guys soon. Take Thanks, Bowler. Craig Bowler, Jack. TV play-by-play. Actually, nice to have someone Utah. famous on finally today, guys. True. That's a, that's a great point, Austin. Uh, we want to remind you to join Scotty and Hans on Thursday from noon to 3 at the Warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it will blow your mind, the Warehouse. Uh, we will have more coming up next on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Coverage of the Utah Jazz in the NBA is right here on The Big Show. Kick it. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Network. Tell me from the heart. In your Sorry. Eyes, I see that was pretty funny. Day. This is a big show. 97.5. <laughs> Couple skate. 1280 The Zone. Sing it, Donnie. I uh, want to remind you to w- listen tomorrow on a win ticket Wednesday for your chance to win tickets to Shine Down, uh, their attention, attention tour. Uh, come rock out with them and special guests Bad Flower, Dinosaur Pileup, and Broken Hands July 18th at USANA Amphitheater. Tickets on sale now. Purchase your tickets at LiveNation.com. Broken Hands? Broken Hands, yeah. All right. We should have them for Band of the Day sometime. Check that out. Do you agree with me that, uh, that of all the digits on your hand that the thumb is the most valuable? I think everybody agrees with you okay. on that. It's what separates us from the rest of the animal kingdom the opposable oh, thumb. i really thought of that oh you have th- that's like a that's like a common statement huh. is that the thumb is what separates humans from the rest of the animal kingdom do, do other animals not have thumbs no that's no. like saying a penny saved is a penny earned. i've never thought I've of never that. heard of no, that no, before no no other animal has a thumb the the uh what apes and chimpanzees and monkeys do okay you know guys two wrongs don't make a right <laughs> You ever heard of that one? <laughs> yeah, literally everybody listening has thought the thumb is the most important finger. <laughs> Especially if you hitchhike. Yeah, what else would you do? <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, you can't use the other finger. You won't get picked uh, up. Oh, man. This has been a fun show today. Well, Famous- you know, if you, if you didn't have your middle finger, then how would you, you know, signal that you were angry at someone? I don't know. Pick a different finger. I always give the thumbs down. Is the pinky the uh, the least valuable? Probably. Right. Have I ever told you that, Austin? That uh, that's exactly what I do in traffic. Whenever I'm displeased, you, you give, give the you give down? the thumbs down. Do what are you? Is that like what are you? Is, some, is that some sort of Caesar joke? Or no, something? no, no. But here's the here's the thing. You're expressing <laughs> your displeasure. Yeah. But nobody gets offended by a thumbs down. People get like worked up and upset with with the middle finger finger. With the thumbs down, you just think, boy, maybe I should re uh, rethink about my behavior. Is that here. what you think I happens? Just, I just got a thumbs down. You think people that are acting out see the thumbs down and go, oh, I. Really really disappointed that man I yes better, i better reconsider my yes! decisions that's exactly what i okay that's what happened I, I saw my dad give the thumbs down to, to a driver once yeah you get cut off in traffic you just give him the thumbs down and you think that changes that driver's mind yes i do okay i think you th- you if you cut somebody off and you see the thumbs down you think oh boy 
I just really did that fellow a disservice. Whenever anyone uh, does anything to my father-in-law in traffic, he just puts his fingers in front of his mouth like he's scared and goes, <laughs> <laughs> pretending like he's afraid of him. Well, I hope he keeps his hands on the wheel. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Is he still Speaking of driving. He's a madman. Why'd you drive by my house yesterday? Ooh. Oh, I was on the phone. So you're just driving around yeah, I aimlessly? Just, I was driving around before I went home, yeah. I'm, I'm driving. I don't, I don't buy that. I'm driving... We we both left the show, and and I'm driving home, and I I drive up from one direction to my house, and all of a sudden I see a car that looks like Jake's driving toward me, and I'm waiting to turn into my driveway, and Jake just drives right on by. Doesn't look at me, nothing. He's just driving by my house. You're like, that's not a luxury car. Why is it up here? No, I'm just, <laughs> that wasn't my point. My point was, what the hell were you doing? I was just like driving around the neighborhood while I wrapped up my phone call before I, well, I parked well, home. Why didn't you just park in the driveway and keep talking? I don't know. Because then my daughter is looking out the window at me because she greets me when I, when I come home <laughs> and wondering, why is he just sitting there? So it, it, was, it just took an extra second. Well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Uh, you keep driving because you're on the phone? I, I don't I, know. Well, I've, I've done that, but I don't understand why by Gordon's house. Yeah, uh, what Gordon, were you doing up there? Were you, you only, zigzagging all the way uh, through there? No, I just kept going up uh, the Fortuna that went uh, up by Oak Ridge and uh, then turned left on your street. Oh, thanks for explaining to everybody where I live. I appreciate that. <laughs> Good Lord. How what many people knew what there? I was talking about? I don't know. Too many. How many Oak Ridge people? Farmington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you turn you turn right on uh, what on Oak on uh, Oakview, and then you go over by uh, Hermes, and then you go over on. Uh, now you're just trying to strategically confuse people. <laughs> Darn right. <laughs> Make a left on uh, Coronado. What are you doing over there? Oh yeah, I'm just driving up on your street. Well, what are you doing? Just selling me out for driving around the neighborhood like that. Well, that's a little different than giving out my home address. I didn't Thank you. give out your home address. I didn't even say which street it was. Can you dump that? <laughs> we have twenty seconds, not two minutes. When I moved into my after I moved into my house, my neighbors, you know, over time, my neighbors are going. You know how those kids come around? They say, "Hey, I'll I'll, uh, I'll put your uh, address on your on the curb for you." And everybody was wanted me to put my address on my on the curb very clearly because none of my neighbors wanted anybody to confuse their house with my house. Wouldn't want that to happen. I the run eggs go them. on the side of that house over there. <laughs> You've never just driven around for a minute while you're wrapping up a phone call before you pull pull in your driveway? No, I just, well, I don't know. I've never is a long time, but I, I can't really remember just driving aimlessly around a neighborhood. Well, that's not that weird, right, Austin? It's not, no, no, because okay. you may not want be able to have such a uh, a quiet moment for that phone call in the house when you get there. Right, so you stay, stay in the, in the car. car. Yeah. But if his daughter is waiting for him at the door... Wait a minute, your daughter is, is she, she sits there on the couch looking out the window? No, she stands on a on a, uh, a stool kind of thing in our kitchen. Well, what happens when, you're, when you've got something that keeps you here for a while? Is she just standing there waiting the whole time? Uh, I guess you'd have to ask my wife that. I don't know. All I know <laughs> is when I pull in the driveway, I see her beautiful, sparkling face excited <laughs> to see me through the window. I hope it was It's, it's a pretty great feeling, I actually. <laughs> and I would hate to sit there in my car and be like, sorry, sweetie, hang on a moment. 
You've been there since 9 a.m. What's another 10 minutes? Just, just lock the door. And Daddy's keep busy. <laughs> Too busy for you. Cats in the cradle and all that. <laughs> yeah, she's going to get even with you one day. <laughs> Ignore you when you need her help. I did see you. You can't put your own socks on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Stay tuned. We'll have more next. 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. When it comes to Tyler Huntley, I think he started to show some really good promise there for a bit on what he's ultimately capable of. Now with him being healthy this upcoming season, I'm curious to see what he does with Coach Ludwig. Can Coach Ludwig get the absolute best out of this guy to get that type of efficiency for a premier year to take place? What excites me for Tyler Huntley and Andy Ludwig is I believe Andy Ludwig when he says he uses the player's strengths to their advantage. He wants to take what you do really well and make the team excel on that. And I thought Troy Taylor did the opposite. Tried to make you into something so that his scheme would work. And I think that will benefit Tyler Huntley. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. In the east The dawn was breaking And the world was waking A crash of drums, a flash of light My golden coat flew out of sight The colors faded into darkness I was left alone May I return Welcome back. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is good stuff. This is my favorite song in Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcast. This will be in your head for a week now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Donnie did a great job. Want to remind you about our friends at Zero Res. Spring cleaning is here. It's way easier when you call Zero Res. Schedule your carpet cleaning today and get your fourth room cleaned for free. Minimum supply schedule with Zero Res today. Also, our friends at Harvest Right. Join Hanson Scotty this Friday at Harvest Right, 95 Foxborough Drive. They'll broadcast from noon to 3. Stop by and say hello. That's Harvest Right and the Hanson Scotty. Scotty show this Friday. Okay, so let me get this straight. I hadn't heard this before. You parked on the sidewalk at a Utah basketball game? No, no, that's that's not correct. We were just talking about this off the air. No, I parked in a in a temporary parking space. This said no parking to go in to get my credential. Wait, define then, temporary parking space. You no, know, it was just a place where you can park for a few minutes. Then I went back out, got my car, and parked in the appropriate spot. If I remember correctly, Austin is—is is this correct? Not how I have been told or remember it the story. It just goes to show you, you can't trust uh, people who who you know, see it no, and no, report it. You know it. what it is? It's like this. Remember that dumb thing on the internet where everyone was saying, "Is the dress black and blue or white and gold?" Remember that? It just goes to show you, you can't trust eyewitness accounts sometimes. Uh huh. So you parked on the sidewalk to go get your no, credential. No. You put the hazards on. <laughs> and then he got to the counter, and the guy said, <laughs> Don't you know who I am? Okay, so you said it was, what did you say, a temporary parking spot? Yeah. It was so a, is that like a fire lane? No, I got permission to park there from the guy who was guarding the, the front loop there in front of Huntsman. Can I just swoop up on the lawn here while I go uh, go inside and get my parking pass? No. I just see him drifting uh. into it, too. Just <laughs> throwing the keys to somebody. Park it! 
<laughs> I got to get where I'm going. What? You don't know who I am? But you did say to the guy at the counter, get your manager. He'll know who I am. No, that's not what I said. I said, oh, that's not why I might have said yes. that. <laughs> that's not why I said it. Is and it that, black or gold or that, white and, that, and red? And that, that isn't the tone I used. I said, uh, and I can't even remember what the circumstance was. I think, oh, I know what I was supposed to pick up my my pass there, and the guy didn't couldn't find it. And so I said, can I talk with your manager? Because I knew that it was there somewhere. So where does the he'll know who I am part come in? No, it, I didn't. I would never say that. Come on. Austin? Eh, this is what I've been told. That's not true. That's not true at all. <laughs> don't you know who I am and you don't know who I am are the same thing. No, I didn't say either one. I think I might side Shouldn't with... you know who I am? No, I never said that. He'll know who I am. <laughs> never. I think never. I'm siding with Austin's sources No, you know what one. really bothers me is people who mistreat people who are trying to do their jobs. See, I, I, I don't do that. I don't play that game. Unless, I, Unless I, I'm trying to answer the phones and I, you say I'm got, a bit rusty. Got, <laughs> huh? That was supposed to be A still funny. trap here. <laughs> Austin's still mad about me referencing him as a, as a co-worker. Still upset about that. I know. He, he addresses you as, hello, fellow co-worker, pretty much every <laughs> single day. If it's in the trib, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, but why would that upset you? I just think it's funny that everyone else gets a co- gets accredited, <laughs> but Jake and I are fellow coworkers. Our coworkers, yeah. In the column that at the bottom says Gordon Monson hosts the big show every week with Jake Scott <laughs> and fellow coworker. You want me to get? You know, is that what you want me to get? Austin Horton in there too? <laughs> you know, maybe that'll that might that might patch it over. Okay. Maybe. Give I'll it see, a shot. I'll see what I can do. Don't I'm, you know I'm who gonna, I am? I'm going to slip that in. I'll see if I can do that. So the sidewalk parking story is is partially true, but the other parking story is is completely false. Yes, I would. I would. Never Which one? Do that. The one here take, at the arena. Take up like six spaces. What about the one here no, at the arena where you made your own little spot? Well, there's in video. Between the cones. There's video of that one. <laughs> well, <laughs> Literally moving the barricades. <laughs> around well, your know, vehicle. Why did I do that? Because you're Gordon Monson. <laughs> <laughs> I got that on video? Somebody did, did does. Lloyd film that? I said somebody. But yes, Lloyd. <laughs> Lloyd's a snoop, isn't he? He's a little sneaky. Well, yeah. Have you, <laughs> have you met Lloyd? You've known Lloyd for like 12 years. Yeah, but I always like giving Lloyd the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> well, you should stop that immediately. <laughs> That's your first mistake. That's dangerous, huh? That is dangerous. Mm. All right. Well, I'll the, just tell him. I say, look, I know Helmut uh, Uchtdorf, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Back off, will you, buddy? All right. More Next big show. Next time I go in there, they don't know who I am. I'm going to say, I'm a, he- I'm a friend of Helmut, all right? Uh, Get so me what I need. Get it together. Uh, just one of the many famous people who've weighed in today on the show. We had a ton. Yeah, we have had a ton. Yeah. I liked Helmut, though. He was a good guy. Yeah, he seemed like it. Well, more Big Show straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Okay, do you ever listen to a song that you listened to back in the day, and then you went, like, decades, and then you play it again, and you, like, know every word? It's just like muscle memory just I comes do. back to you. Yeah, a lot with Pearl Jam. 
See? Uh, like I could, I think I could do three or four Pearl Jam songs that, like I could do Jeremy. Jeremy. I could recite every word for you right now from the song Jeremy. You sound like uh-huh. you'd be fun to hang out with. Wait, that's used in a negative context, typically. No, I was Are being you serious. Right? You sound like you'd be a real hoot at a party. Because nothing gets a party hopping like listening to Jeremy. Okay, so <laughs> oh, okay, so it is an attack. Fun. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Wrapping up a big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, boy, Gordon, it's been just a famous edition of The Big Show today. <laughs> just famous people. Almost famous. Checking in left and right. I, I can't believe some of the, the celebrities we've heard Did from today. Did you have a favorite? Oh, I don't know. Hard to choose, right? I mean... I still, uh, maybe maybe Jeff, who was on the news once, that might have been my favorite. <laughs> better than uh, Arnold, or better than uh, than Zac Efron? Yes. Better, better than, Although uh, Austin telling off Jimmy Zac, Stewart? Zac Efron was pretty funny. Jimmy Stewart was funny because it wasn't that Jimmy Stewart. It was just another guy <laughs> named Jimmy Stewart. And he didn't even hide. It wasn't even like he was trying to lead us on. Hi, guys. How are you? We had Obi Wan, yeah. a very laid back Obi Wan. Yeah. Yeah, we had Yoda. Yoda was was nice. I thought Chewie. I thought when we got Straight Jimmy from St- heaven. I thought when we got Jimmy Stewart, we'd get a, an impression of Jimmy Stewart. But he just he just said, "Hey, how you doing, Jimmy? All right." <laughs> My name's Jimmy Stewart. My name is Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> what about Gilbert Gottfried? Yeah, called he, in uh, Mickey Mouse, President Trump. Well, yeah, uh, uh, Commander in Chief Kermit uh, the Frog, the guy that was on the cover of the Friend magazine in 1996. <laughs> yeah, that is famous. Is that I liked him because he a... said, "You might know me from like Troy McClure from The Simpsons." The, you might know me from the is, cover of the Friend magazine. Did, did that define his life? Hi, this is AJ Modsley. You may remember me from the cover of the 1989 April edition of The Friend as the sick little boy who didn't make it to church, but whose primary class still came and brought him cookies during church. <laughs> okay, that one might be my favorite. Wait, uh, President Uchtdorf's brother, yeah, Helmut, Helmut, checked yeah, in? Helmut Uchtdorf. Do we have Helmut? No, no. Helmut was he was live on. Uh, he wasn't an open mic. He, he actually called in. I thought he might have recorded it. I don't know. I did record it, but it's like six minutes. Yeah. Our guy, Helmut. He didn't give us an aviation story, did he? No, Helmut was a garbage worker. Uh, <laughs> Is that what he said? Uh, Dieter was an air in aviation. Helmut was in public services. Do you think, do you think Helmut was jealous a little bit? You know, I, we talked I'm about, jealous. We talked about sibling rivalries the other day, you know, Steph and Seth. I, mean, I wonder, when you, if your brother is Dieter Uchtdorf, aren't you coming up a little short? Yeah, there's no uh, there's no matching that, at least in certain families. <laughs> the yeah. guy is like the lead pilot for Lufthansa, a, a former fighter pilot. He's got the perfect hair. He's got the whole thing. And actually, truth be told, he actually listens to the station every now and then. Does he? Oh, yeah. I'm sure Helmut's life is perfectly fulfilling to him. Why are you, why are you I, I, insulting I'm tell, I'm him? T- I'm telling you right now, there is, an, there is not... An LDS guy out there whose wife wouldn't drop him in a second for Dieter Uchtdorf. I'm wow. sure the, the same is true you for You know Helmut. that's true. Hey, Come that's, on. that's pretty extreme. 
Probably true. Are you talking about your own wife? Uh, I don't know. I just, you know, I, I hear that that's the way it is. I don't know whether my wife haven't had that direct conversation with her. Do you turn off conference when he comes on? No. Are you kidding me? Everybody loves Dieter Uchtdorf. Are you kidding me? Turn it off and turn it up. I'm I'm a fan yeah. of Helmuts. You keep up the good work, Helmuts. <laughs> okay, I will. Hey, I mean, I'm just telling you, he's a fighter pilot. He goes on. He and those, you know, those Germans don't mess around when it comes to promotion. You got to really have a lot on the ball in order to, you know, uh, to to be the lead pilot or whatever at, at Lufthansa or at a, a highly ranked executive there. So, I mean, Helmut was probably sitting there in the shadow the whole way, picking up garbage. Wow, you were mean. I mean, but that's what he said. And on that note. On that note, to all all of our famous (laughs) listeners, thanks for weighing in today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All the second favorite children. We love you. (laughs) Thanks to. (laughs) Yeah, I'll leave it tight. Thanks to Josh Parcell for joining us today. Thanks for Bowler, uh, to Bowler for coming on as well. Thanks to Austin, executive producer of The Big Show. Thank you, Gordon. Thank you, and thanks to everyone who took the time to listen. We'll talk to you famous people tomorrow here on The Big Show, <laughs> 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrapping up a big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, boy, Gordon, it's been just a famous edition of The Big Show today. <laughs> just famous people. Almost famous. Checking in left and right. I, I can't believe some of the, the celebrities we've heard Did from today. Did you have a favorite? Oh, I don't know. Hard to choose, right? I mean. I still, uh, maybe maybe Jeff, who was on the news once, that might have been my favorite. <laughs> better than uh, Arnold or better than, uh, than Zac Efron? Yes. Better, better, uh, Although Austin telling off Jimmy Zac, Stewart? Zac Efron was pretty funny. Jimmy Stewart was funny because it wasn't that Jimmy Stewart. It was just another guy <laughs> named Jimmy Stewart. And he didn't even hide. It wasn't even like he was trying to lead us on. Hi, guys. How are you? We had Obi-Wan, yeah. a very laid-back Obi-Wan. Yeah. Yeah. We had Yoda. Yoda was was nice. I thought Chewy. I thought when we got Straight Jimmy from St- heaven. I thought when we got Jimmy Stewart, we'd get a, an impression of Jimmy Stewart. But he just he just said, hey. How you doing, Jimmy? All right. <laughs> My name's Jimmy Stewart. My name is Jimmy Stewart. What about Gilbert Gottfried? Yeah, called he, uh, in. Mickey Mouse. President Trump. Well, yeah, yeah. Commander in Chief. Kermit uh, the Frog. The guy that was on the cover of the Friend magazine in 1996. <laughs> yeah, that is famous. Is that? I liked him because he the... said, "You might know me from like Troy McClure from The Simpsons." You might know me from the is, cover of the Friend did, magazine. Did that define his life? Hi, this is AJ Modsley. You may remember me from the cover of the 1989 April edition of The Friend as the sick little boy who didn't make it to church, but whose primary class still came and brought him cookies during church. <laughs> okay, that one might be my favorite. Wait, uh, President Uchtdorf's brother, yeah, Helmut, Helmut, checked yeah, in? Yeah. Helmut Uchtdorf. Do we have Helmut? No, no. Uh, Helmut was he was live on. Uh, he wasn't an open mic. He, he actually called in. I thought he might have recorded it. I don't know. I did record it, but it's like six minutes. Yeah, Our guy, Helmut. He didn't give us an aviation story, did he? No, Helmut was a garbage worker. Uh, <laughs> Is that what he said? Uh, Dieter was an air in aviation. Helmut was in public services. Do you think, do you think Helmut was jealous a little bit? You know, I, we talked I'm about, jealous. We talked about sibling rivalries the other day, you know, Steph and Seth. I, mean, I wonder, 
when you if your brother is Dieter Uchtdorf, aren't you coming up a little short? Yeah, there's no uh, there's no matching that at least in certain families. <laughs> the yeah. guy is like the lead pilot for Lufthansa, a, a former fighter pilot. He's got the perfect hair. He's got the whole thing. And actually, truth be told, he actually listens to the station every now and then. Does he? Oh yeah. I'm sure Helmut's life is perfectly fulfilling to him. Why are you? Why are you insulting him? I'm telling you right now, there is there is not an LDS guy out there whose wife wouldn't drop him in a second for Dieter Uchtdorf. I'm sure the same is true. You know that's true. Hey, that's that's pretty extreme. Probably true. Are you talking about your own wife? Uh, I don't know. I just Uh, you know I I hear that. That's the way it is. I don't know whether my wife haven't had that direct conversation with her. Do you turn off conference when he comes on? No. Are you kidding me? Everybody loves Dieter Uchtdorf. Are you kidding me? Turn it off and turn it up. I'm I'm a fan yeah. of Helmuts. You keep up the good work, Helmut. <laughs> okay. I will. Hey, I mean I'm just telling you, he's a fighter pilot. He goes on, he and those you know those Germans don't mess around when it comes to promotion. You got to really have a lot on the ball in order to you know uh, to to be the lead pilot or whatever at, at Lufthansa or at a, a highly ranked executive there. So I mean, Helmut was probably sitting there in the shadow the whole way, picking up garbage. Wow, or, you were mean. Well, I mean, but that's what he said. And on that note. On that note, to all the all of our famous <laughs> listeners, thanks for weighing in today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All the second favorite children. We love you. <laughs> thanks to uh, yeah, Thanks to Josh Parcell for joining us today. Thanks for Bowler, uh, to Bowler for coming on as well. Thanks to Austin, executive producer of The Big Show. Thank you, Gordon. Thank you, and thanks to everyone who took the time to listen. We'll talk to you famous people tomorrow here on The Big Show, <laughs> 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.